another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans, and this week we are talking about optimizing for teams rather than management. The problem with focusing on managers rather than making the jobs of teams and users easier. So let me start off here with a couple quotes. We need to standardize our processes. We need to see regular reporting across all our teams. We need to focus on predictability. You've probably heard phrases like this before. I know I definitely have. On the surface, they seem to make sense. Having a standardized process for a company or organization makes sense, right? Having standardized regular reporting to compare across teams makes sense, right? We all like predictability, right? The problem is that these sentiments run counter to excellent product development. So let's talk about optimizing for managers. At their core, the idea of standardization and predictability are about optimizing product development or any other type of work for the benefit of management. If your view is that we need to make managers' jobs easier, the ideas that we just talked about make sense. Standardization, regular reporting, predictability, all make the jobs of managers so much easier. Like the pyramid that I show in this week's newsletter, which you can find at productthinking.cc, the teams and processes are in place to support managers. And I'll describe it. You have a pyramid with teams at the very bottom, processes in the middle, and management at the top. A very typical looking pyramid. And the idea being that the teams support the processes supporting management. So let's talk about standardization and reporting. The need for standardization centers on the idea that managers need to be able to easily manage many teams. And if all these teams share a similar process, the job of the manager is easier. They don't need to dive into individual teams to understand the nuances and difficulties. They can keep a safe distance and still do their managing (laughs) and do that in air quotes. Standardization often flows into the idea of reporting too. If everything is the same for every team, then a manager at any level from an engineering manager to a private equity owner can glance at reports and get all the information they need. Again, They can keep their distance while pretending to understand. But data and reporting, whether from teams or products or anything else, is only a first step to understanding. It can point to areas for follow-up, but it isn't the end all. You can't truly understand without bringing quantitative and qualitative data together. But that is often the opposite of what standardization and regular team reporting are meant to do. All right, let's talk a little bit about predictability. Software and product development are inherently unpredictable. If it is predictable, you aren't creating anything new or interesting or valuable. You aren't solving problems. You are simply implementing existing solutions that have been done before. I'm sorry to break that to anybody or if that's news to you. I talked a lot about this several years ago in my article, Product Thinking versus Project Thinking. Uh, Check that out. I link it in the newsletter, and you can Google it as well, Product Thinking versus Project Thinking. It will come up 
in towards the top of most search results. And it was the inspiration for the name of this newsletter and so much of the writing and discussion that I have done since. For example, let's say that you are moving your human resources, your HR software from one provider to another. Uh, That can and should be very predictable. The new software provider has likely helped manage the transition of many customers from a different platform to their own. That's something that happens all the time. And given the size of a company and the complexity of the move, they should be able to estimate the time and effort because they've done it before. They've helped companies make the transition from one software platform to their platform. But creating that new HR software system was inherently more unpredictable. What will customers need most? Will a feature solve the actual problems? Or will they need to go back and create something different? What problems will arise as we introduce completely new paradigms to companies? These things hadn't been done before as they developed the actual software and therefore were much harder to guess at. So unless you are simply copying someone else's software, you will have to deal with lots of unpredictability. That is software development. Predictability, regular reporting, and standardization do make a manager's job much easier, but should that be the goal? So let's talk about optimizing for teams and users. So let's flip that pyramid that we talked about earlier on its head, where we put management at the bottom and then processes, and then teams at the top. So now we have an inverted pyramid where management is actually supporting the processes and management and processes are supporting the teams. We put the teams and the users by default in the most important place at the top with the processes and managers supporting them. It's no longer about making the job of the manager easier, but empowering the team to create the best experience and product for their users. Product development teams are and should be closest to their users. They understand them the best and need to have the flexibility, dare we say agility, to create the right solutions for their problems. Creating the right solutions may mean different needs for different teams. Trying to fit all development teams into the same bucket of process and management runs counter to agility and flexibility. Just like we want to allow product teams to find the right solution to a customer problem, we should allow them to find the right solutions to their own processes and deliver on those customer and business needs. So this means a better way of standardization. So not all standardization is bad. And some will be inevitable as an organization grows, but we should create frameworks for teams to work in and allow them the ability to adjust and explore the best way for them to achieve their goals and solve our customer problems. Standardization should solve a problem for teams, not just for managers. If creating a common practice across many teams allows for faster development, faster releases, better solutions, then we should do it. If it is just about allowing managers and leaders to keep their distance from actual understanding, then we should avoid it. 
If it improves the lives of teams, yes. If it just improves the lives of managers, no, sorry. So for managers, having teams with different ways of working and different processes makes the job of management harder. But that is why managers are in that role and often get paid more. It is not the job of the team to make your job easier as a manager. It is your job to make things easier for your team, even if that means more work for you. Let me say that one more time, a little bit louder for the people in the back. It is not the job of the team to make your job easier as a manager. It is your job to make things easier for your team, even if that means more work for you. It is the height of laziness for managers to think that the teams they manage exist to make the job of the manager easier. Whether you manage a single team or an entire company of teams, it is not their job to make your job easier. It is their job to solve customer and business problems and deliver solutions. Your job is to help them make that happen. As a manager and individual contributor, I have dealt with all of these problems through the years. Managing teams, working in different ways is harder, but I've never seen it as my role to force teams to change, to make my life easier. As a manager and leader, it is literally my job to help teams do their best work and do whatever translation is necessary so other stakeholders and leaders can understand. Standardization, reporting, and predictability sound great, but should be approached with extreme caution. We need to help our teams deliver better solutions. If it helps our teams, then we should make it happen. But if standardizing processes or focusing on predictability hurts or hinders our teams, we should avoid it. All right, I'm going to hop off that soapbox now, but check out this week's newsletter at productthinking.cc. And as always, follow me on social media at Kyle Larry Evans. I've also got a couple other really good links in this week's newsletter. Uh, Are screens robbing us of our capacity for deep reading? I found this to be a really fascinating article uh, and so incredibly sad. Uh, Thinking deeply and reading deeply are two of the most important things in my opinion. And we keep doing them less and less. Uh, Quoting from this article, it's a spiral. As we begin to move from books to screens, we started to lose some of the capacity for deeper reading that comes from books. And that in turn made us less likely to read books. It's like when you gain weight and it gets harder and harder to exercise. As a result, Anne told me she is worried we are now losing our ability to read long texts anymore. And we are also losing our cognitive patience and the stamina and the ability to deal with cognitively challenging texts. So interesting article, check that out. And I will probably be reading the book that uh, this comes from as well. And we'll probably be re- probably be reviewing it in the not too distant future in this newsletter. So check that out. And speaking of books, uh, recently finished the book Project Hail Mary by Andy Ware, uh, also the author of The Martian. It was pretty good, though he falls back on some familiar tropes from The Martian, which were fine the first time, uh, but did get a little bit tired 
this time. It did remind me, though, of Children of Ruin by Adrian Chepkowski, which I thought was an absolutely superb book. So uh, definitely, you know, if, if you like The Martian, check out Project Hail Mary. And if you want a really, really awesome read, uh, Children of Ruin was superb. You can find the links for that in this week's newsletter. Uh, another article, The Discovery of Insulin, a story of monstrous egos and toxic rivalries. I love learning about the history of important discoveries. And insulin certainly is up there. I didn't realize how dramatic it was, though. So check out this article. Uh, of course, the link in the newsletter. And finally, uh, Station Eleven, the TV series on HBO. If you haven't watched this post-apocalyptic series, definitely worth your time. Uh, some of the best television I've watched in a long time and cannot recommend it highly enough. So there you go. This week's newsletter and other articles and links. So check those out and we will talk again next time. <laughs>